Hello and welcome to another episode of Brothers Creed Podcast. We talk about motivation, experiences, and exploring the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers, and I'm Ethan. And I'm Jared, and today we're here with Rob Foster. Welcome, Rob. Thank you, guys. Pleasure to be here. And uh, Rob is someone that I met uh, hustling early in the morning. We were working out at the gym together. And uh, Rob is someone who's bought and sold several businesses. He you know, buys businesses, improves them, uh, runs them, and then he, he sold at least one or two that I know of. Yeah. Uh, he's a hustler. He is someone who's motivated. He, he's a goal-driven person. And we just got to talking, and I was like, man, I, I love the attitude that you got, and I love no. the way that um, you know, your, your drive is. And so I, I was like, we got to have this guy on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks for joining us today. Awesome, man. Certainly a pleasure to be here. I love what you guys do. And uh, when I got the invite to come on and join you guys, it was extremely pre- pleasurable. So I'm happy to be here for sure. All right, let's do it. Let's get going. You can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in the pocket. We will not go quietly into the night. They tell me you're a man with true grit. I am the one who knocks. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever! That's how winning is done. All right, Rob. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we, 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 we were talking before we hit the record button, and we were just talking about you know, so much stuff. We, should, yep. we probably should have been recording that. But, <laughs> uh, you know, you were talking to us about some of your, your goals and, and a little bit of your, your pedigree and your history. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's maybe just take a step back and start from the beginning. You know, who are you? Where are you from? Yep. And then we'll kind of build into what, what motivates you. I mean, you're a really motivated guy. We, yep. want, to, we want to get into that. This is kind of like our... Uh, end of year episode where we're preparing for the new year and yep. want to get you know motivated ourselves as well as our listeners to be the best versions of ourselves. Yeah, I think that you know the the best version of yourself comes from exploration, discovery of yourself, and I think that you know for me, you know I I, I grew up in a situation where my parents fought to kind of keep me out of a bad neighborhood. That w- that was their big thing, and I really appreciate that. Uh, from my mom and my dad. So as a young adult, I went out and found out real, real quick that you can't just uh, splurge with your paychecks and uh, not pay your rent (laughs) and all kinds of things. But I I was in a band as well. I was a singer in a band. And that really gave me my first taste that I actually had some abilities. But to me, it was just talent. Um, and, And I think that, you know, talent is extremely important, especially if you can apply it to learn and grow. And over time, I remember telling myself, like 19 years old, I was in a band and I was competing with Hootie and the Blowfish, and we actually <laughs> beat those guys three for three in Battle of the Bands. I'll never forget that. But uh, they signed a contract, and we did not. So, <laughs> but you know, and I remember telling myself, man, I w- I'll never ever be able to be as successful as some of the people that were around me that that I uh, kind of admired because th- they were winning and I was not. So I took band money and tried to pay rent and survive in the world and it just didn't work. So <laughs> it was not enough. And even if it was enough, I was going to spend it by the time uh, it was time to pay rent anyway. So, <laughs> But, you know, o- over time I- I've learned that it-, it takes discovery of yourself to do great things in life. But something great in life is for everybody. So people who have goals – for 2022, it's not just the goal that's most important. It's what you're going to learn. It's what you're going to stretch into. It's what you're going to mold into in order to do that goal. If you don't find different sides and aspects of your own life and yourself, then you're probably never going to see those goals. Because what I learned is if I can simply defeat myself, 
then there's nothing else out there that can beat me. So Yeah, I, I, I like that. And I think great, doing something great in your life, I think great can mean different things for different people yep. too. Um, you know, for some people it might be uh, maybe solely educational or they, they have a goal, they want a certain profession or they want to, um, you know, maybe it's money driven, maybe it's family driven, maybe it's mm-hmm. everything. Um, yep. You know, it's just, it, it, so that great can really just mean anything for anybody it can't and you know i'll tell you this you know goals for people is usually what they can see right in front of them like you said it might be something that's educational their ability probably goes way beyond that they just don't know that and it's probably unfortunate they may never realize that in their earth time and i and i use that word you know purposefully earth time because that's something that's short you get 70 80 years and then you're out and it goes really quick to get there too so you want to make sure that as you set goals, not only do you reach those goals, but it's the stretch within yourself that gets you there. Then you realize, wow, you know, I can I can push on and do other things and bigger things. And then you start to look around and realize is that, wait a minute, there is nobody that's great. They reached great things. We're all the same thing. I think I gave you the analogy, Jared, man, that, you know, a caveman woke up every day. He looked out. What did he see? He only saw grass trees dirt and water there was nothing else for him to see on the earth he saw grass trees dirt and water but what he was really looking at was cell phones skyscrapers automobiles airplanes the ability to put a man on the moon electricity all of that came from that grass trees dirt and water so there's great things to accomplish out here and it's in our dna to be dynamic so when people set their goals you have to realize that you are the driving force that will get you there nothing else will you might reach the goal but the greatest pat on the back is to pat yourself for stretching a little bit but always believe you can always stretch more yeah i love that one of the things you mentioned earlier you said exploration is one of the the main keys and ways that you have when you were younger and probably still now have pushed yourself to being that next level. Um, one of the tenets of our podcast is exploration because we also feel that in order to increase yourself and increase, uh, your personal creed and and magnify yourself, uh, whether that be for your family or, or as an instrument in the hands of God or or whatever that may be, Mm -hmm. uh, you need to explore things that are around you. So can you maybe talk a little bit more about that and how you explore things? Yeah, so here's the deal. So first and foremost, one of the most important things to me is I'm going to die. And I know that sounds completely crazy. But the reason it sounds so unfavorable is that people avoid it. Your earth time is everything. If you can just start doing your best to look at the end, usually we get old and we're at the end when we look at the end. Or usually we get bad medical news or something like that when we start to look at the end. But if you're young and if you're happy, if, if, if you're vibrant and you're healthy, If you can just look at the end, it's going to make you explore the world around you in a different light. You really are. So you start to appreciate trees and winds, and then you start to look around at your fellow human beings and realize, you know what? I can do some great things in the world. So 20% of what you can plan, what you and I can plan today, is we can see it. We can plan it out. We can plan something great. 80% is discovered along the journey. So when people set goals, I tell them, hey, man, go from A, don't go to F, go to Z. Set big goals. But if you become step-oriented, you'll discover a lot about yourself. Being a business owner, you just you discover everything about yourself because you're, you're up. You never get any sleep. There's lots of stress. You're hiring people you don't trust. Uh, you're behind on bills. Maybe you're making money. Whatever it is, you have an opportunity to learn different sides of yourself. And I think that's what we should do as it pertains to goals is that 
the, the, the greatest achievement is what you became in reaching that goal. So you, you, the greatest discovery is what's inside of you. Like I told you with the caveman, skyscrapers, no big deal. You guys drive by past them every day and you don't even sweat it. You know, it's no big deal. But you went and told a caveman that this is what's going to be in the future. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. What are you talking about? A plane, this bird that flies through the sky? What are you talking about? And people are on it. So I think that discovery within yourself, what's in you is the best thing a person can do. Then you can control that and do anything you want. Uh, It's limitless. Like I stated before, you can defeat yourself from your normal comforts. If you can defeat yourself, there's just not much else that's outside of the doors of your home that can stop you. Yeah, I like that. Have you heard of the the phrase memento mori? Absolutely. So that's kind of what what you're reminding me of is like having the death in mind. And it almost like takes away that fear of failure or risk because you're like, one day I'm going to die. And why not explore and push myself push myself to try something new and out of my comfort zone, which is what you're talking about. Absolutely. And I'll tell you this, man. So <laughs> when, when, when you set steep goals, if you try to go do something that's big, which I think you should, there's a dead end to all of it. I wanted to be a millionaire, and there was a dead end. I mean, I read about 30 books. I did a bunch of uh, uh, you know investigative stuff online, trying to figure this stuff out. What's the path to get there? Who's gotten there? And all the books I read there was a spring that was missing. And the spring was is that a spring is something that kind of pushes somebody quickly into the next level of life. Like, wait a minute, there's a spring missing. You went from $10 an hour and the next day you went out and you purchased six rental properties. Oh, wait a minute, bro. Something's wrong here. So, so there's a spring missing. And then, you know, the motivation when you take a normal person, when they want to accomplish something big, like I did, I want to become be a millionaire. When you look, you read books, and then when you go online and you do your best to find the information on it, it's very normal to walk away. It's very normal to stop and ease back into going to work, paying your bills, watching your favorite TV shows. For me, watching some football, relaxing, eating your favorite foods, hanging with your same friends, and the next thing you know, years go by and you let that thing go. But what I learned was that is the point where I'm going to enter the dark, lonely path because most people turn back. And that's what I learned throughout the journey. So I actually challenged myself to push beyond. Now, I didn't have any information. Uh, it, that, that really hurt my motivation to get there. Uh, so I pushed beyond that and I found myself thinking differently. That And that's how you find it. You have to go beyond what's right in front of you. So I encourage anybody who wants to accomplish something, especially if you're out to accomplish aggressive or heavy goals, is never, ever, ever give up. Find a way to twist and turn and churn your way in. You're going to get in. Remember, you're humans. It's greatness in your DNA. Like I said, the caveman, look at us now coming from the same earth that they were on. Look at it. Now, you have, this is true and factual. It might sound cartoonish or funny or childish, but it is factual information. That caveman came from the same exact earth that you're on, and nobody's added anything from other, any other different planets here yet. So it's, yeah, it's yeah, real. But, but you just think about, like, even just in our lifetimes, uh, the, the jobs that are available nowadays mm-hmm. didn't even exist no such thing. Uh, Thirty years ago, yeah. and, and, and even like when I look at my dad, and, and you know he's got a he's a medical he's a chiropractor, and he's got a practice, and the way that he used to do things thirty years ago is very different nowadays. Yeah. Oh, with with all the record keeping, with with everything in the cloud. I mean, many people work from home nowadays. I mean, I don't yeah. even have to go into an office anymore. Right. And so 
And 30 years from now, what new industries will be out that exist that we can't yeah. even fathom right now, you know? It, it, it really is amazing. Like, <clears throat> in a lifetime, you're thinking, like you said, 80 years or so. I, I, I was uh, watching, uh, I, I like history a lot. Cool. And, um, you know, a lot of the things that Jared and I would do, we would talk about history. And one of the things that actually in one of our episodes, uh, I talked about the Wright brothers and kind of the story of the Wright brothers and everything. So that was like early 1900s. 1903 yep. was kind of the first flight. Right. So that's 1903. And then what, 66 years later or in 1969 or yep. 67, whatever it was, there was a man walking on the moon. Absolutely. In, in 60 years. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's less than a generation. I mean, yep. that's, you, you could have been alive for both of those things. And so life is, there is so much, there's so much change. That I don't think we, we, we perceive that that change that happens right. um, kind of on a day-to-day basis. And I right. think sometimes it's because we just drone out. It's yeah. just like, you know, the 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 days feel like weeks and the weeks feel like days Absolutely. sometimes. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, man, it's a weekend already. Oh, it's Christmas already. Yeah. But then you're sitting at your desk working and you're just like, is this really what I meant to do with my life? <laughs> Absolutely, you know? <laughs> man. Absolutely. I love that question, though. I love that, man. So as I stated, man, for, for anybody who sets goals, I would tell them this. It is very normal to ease back into the life that's not going to ever reach that goal. It's very, let's just say, let's just pick something. Let's just pick weight loss. It's very easy to go to work and say that you're tired when you get home. It's very easy to, you know, I'm just going to eat my favorite meal, watch my favorite TV show, talk to my friends or my family, my spouse, whoever it is is going to be there. And you get caught up in the in the norm of your life. And, and here's the deal. The norm is actually a God-given gift that lets you survive and enjoy the earth. But it's also a curse if you want to get to the next level. And I certainly believe in levels in life. So the norms can call it, well, I went to college, I've got a job, I'm paying a mortgage, I'm putting kids through college, and I'm going to die. But you can accomplish greater things than that. You can do some really awesome things if you can push through the comforts. That's why I said it once and I'll say it again. If you can defeat yourself, meaning your mind, there is nothing outside of the doors of your home or very little things that can truly stop you from accomplishing anything. Can you talk about accountability? Earlier, you you mentioned uh, you know going off on your own, but from what I've heard from you a little bit is that, and at least I, I know yeah the guy that you work out with at the gym, he's a partner of yours. Yeah, he and is. for Ethan and I, you know, we've done this podcast together, and I think that us being partners has helped us continue along this road because there's this accountability between yeah. us where we're like, hey, you know, this I mean, this is what we're doing, and we're doing it together, and neither of us wants to let each other down, and so. Can you talk about that and how that's helped you along the way as versus doing it all alone? Well, you guys can probably tell I'm, a, I'm the windy wolf. I never shut up. And motivation just flows out of me. So whenever I go places, I'm that old man that people are looking at saying, man, shut up. I got stuff to do. So, <laughs> But, you know, having a partner is awesome because not only do they get an opportunity to handle, you know, a large percentage of duties and responsibilities, but you're in the ring with someone uh, and, and you're in this fight together. So... I, for me, I'm a, I'm a strong thinker, man. So I set the goals and pretty much motivate my partner. We're built completely different. But he's played an incredibly awesome role by being there over the years. So uh, I've motivated him and built him up. And even though he's older than me, but I've got more experience because of the things that we're speaking about today. It's something that even still he hasn't tapped into. But I just believe that if a person taps into the greatness that's in them, and trust me, they're Everybody has it. It, it. You may not have tapped into it. You may not believe. 
Everybody is born with the ability to do great things. It's in you. You have to go get it, pull it out, uncover it, pull it from under that rock, and you've got great things going on. So, so you say defeat yourself. How do you defeat yourself? So, so defeating yourself is the same thing. Let's just take weight loss again. The person who loses weight, it's the normal feeling. I'm going to go in and I'm going to, I'm tired from work. That's my excuse. I'm just going to eat this meal tonight. I'm just going to sit on the couch. I'm not going to work out. I will start on, on Monday. Or I'm going to start on the 1st of January, which most people you see do. It's the same mentality. To defeat yourself, you set the goal. You write it down. You die by it. I live by it. I die by it. I refuse to not get this in because I'm going to walk into pain. I told you guys when I wanted to be a millionaire, I found the dark, lonely path that most people run from. And my quote that I would give anybody for my entire life, the road of discomfort is the road of success. It's for everybody. Tom Brady talked about his preparation in order to be a champion. It's very uncomfortable. Kobe Bryant talked about Mamba mentality. It's very uncomfortable. He's in the gym before anybody. When they leave, he's still there. Of course your body's tired. Of course your mind is telling you to go home. But the drive to be great, once you taste it, once you touch it and realize that you're able to, you begin to break the molds of what's normal to you. And that's uncomfortable. So you actually have to defeat yourself. Therefore, when the competitors come up, the Carolina Panthers or the, or the, or the Washington football team comes up to Brady, he's already ready to knock it down. Other people might get scared when the, when the great uh, players in the NBA came to Kobe, he was already prepared because he had already defeated himself. So you couldn't put fear in him. The big shots, the big moments, he was ready to take them because he'd already defeated that normal man that lived in him. The only buddy that can beat me is me. Absolutely. And that's the truth. There's no one, again, like I said, when you de- when, if you can learn to defeat yourself, then there's really not much that can stop you from that. You'll find people that'll go to the gym and all of a sudden they put some muscle on and they feel good about it, it changes other aspects of their lives. They've broke through, and, and they're getting something down. Now they're committed. They're coming in there every day because they saw a little bit of victory. And victory is important for everybody, for sure. Yeah, I think that the concept of counting your small victories is so important. And, and having, for you know, for example, this year I've had daily goals. I've had weekly goals, quarterly goals. Awesome. And I have them all out of my journal. Then each week I, I go and I check the actual bo- I have boxes to check. I'm a box checker. Me too. And so I check the boxes, to, like almost like a to-do list. This week, uh, you know, I I uh, did this and this and this and all these things that I have to do, and then that helps me keep in mind, like, okay, well, maybe this week I didn't do this one or this one. I, I need to do better next week. Yeah. And like, it's not necessarily that I have to be perfect on all these things, but having a, some accountability to where each week I either put a line or a check mark. Uh, you know, I I want to put check marks there. Yeah. If, if it wasn't on the list and you did it, then do you write it on the list and mark it off? Um, just just to say you did, <laughs> just to no, say. You could. <laughs> I think my goals are more of like a, a baseline of, of of the type of stuff I want to do. Yeah, uh, and then obviously I do stuff above and beyond that. And sometimes you have to pivot. Like mm-hmm. you know, you one of the goals I had this year was I wanted to buy my first rental rental property, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> uh, I I had a goal to save up you know the amount of money that I would need to put it on down payment uh, in Q one, and then in my other goal was in Q three two three four find a property and buy it. Uh, this year, that didn't work out. Um, I did not get a chance to uh, find a property. The, pro- the market changed it it drastically, and it's, it's, you know, it's very hard. So Now I, the down payment that you saved, you have to save more just to keep up oh, with it. Well, it's a seller's market, so I could definitely see yeah. you. Now that, but that done. down payment is I've, I've invested in a lot of different 
crypto assets. I've done some crypto mining and stuff like that. And so I've kind of pivoted that uh, a little bit differently to uh, position it, you know, in a different in a different way, so that maybe I can uh, make some money there. Or then, when that opportunity does come out, up I can sell those and then I can move over to a rental. But you know, sometimes you got to pivot. But yeah. uh, I can't be too hard on myself for not <laughs> for not getting that <laughs> rental property. Yeah, I, I think for me, man, I'm really hard on myself because. I believe in A to Z. My goal is at Z. I want to be step oriented. And, and and I became that because I was not that at first. I was lazy. And most people, it's funny, man. It's like you can start your car before you go outside in the morning if it's cold and it's already warm. And, and it's like you got warm seats and warm steering wheels and you you put it in reverse. You don't have to break your neck looking over your shoulder anymore. You walk in your house, you've got a microwave. And there's so many things at your fingertips that are instant. And what people have to realize is that goals require steps. They require patience. They require consistent effort. As you stated before, there's some pivoting that takes place to keep you on pace for your goals. And and that that's the tough stuff you have to break yourself from the microwave world that we live in. And, but but the, the big thing is that you get there, but at the when you reach the goal, I think that everybody should celebrate reaching the goal, but they'll realize is that it was it was them. It, the journey belonged to them. They stretched. And that's what caused them to actually get there. It's very normal. And, 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 and some people criticize me for saying this, but it's normal to quit. And I hate to say it, but it's true. It's very, remember, just about everybody you know has the ability to be a millionaire. That was my goal. Everybody has the ability to go do great things. How many people do the normal things? And as you stated before, some of the normal things are great depending on where a person came from. But if they tasted it and got there, they have the ability to do anything. You have the ability to do great things. So, But most of it's going to come from the stretching of yourself. And that's that's what's going to help you get there. But I'm strict on myself. Uh, I would set my goals weekly. And I would have certain days of the weeks that things had to be done. But Fridays by 3 o'clock still haunt me as they do today because if I don't meet my goals, I punish myself. Sometimes I don't eat on Saturday, which is fasting. It helps me. <laughs> but I stick to it. I actually truly punish myself to make sure that I stick to my goals because it was a life goal. And in order for it to be that important to me, I had to do things to, to make sure I continue to reassure myself. I can get there and I'm sticking to this and I'm not falling back into comfort. So if you didn't complete your weekly goal, you wouldn't eat and eat that on Friday afternoon until you. I couldn't eat, I couldn't eat on Friday at three o'clock until Saturday at three o'clock. If you didn't finish your goals. Didn't finish my goal. As like as like a punishment. As a punishment. Yep. So then your wife's like, you better get that done. So we're going to date tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. So 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 you had mentioned um, I want to talk a little bit about. So you have this goal, you know, A to Z. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And one of the goals was for you was to become a millionaire. Yeah. Right. And uh, I mean, we don't have to share specifics, but you said I had the goal of becoming a millionaire. Mm-hmm. So, what what happens uh, when you reach that goal? Do you reassess and make another Z goal? Or no, so, absolutely. Here's the, so to become a millionaire, and I would tell anybody who wants to do this: if you want to make this your goal, you're going to find that whatever you can find online quickly. It's just a circle of nothing. <laughs> and the most of the books, I read 30 books, and it was 32 books, and all the books, it's just a circle of nothing. Uh, I was reading books about people who were not millionaires, 
telling me how to be a millionaire so that they could become a millionaire when I bought their book. <laughs> or, or, or the person became a millionaire by selling the Absolutely. idea of becoming Absolutely. a millionaire to Absolutely. people like Robert us. Robert Kiyosaki? Yes. <laughs> I'm not calling <laughs> so, so what happens is this. It's like when you set a big goal, a major goal, that may take you a year or two or three, whatever it might be, by the time you get there, you've already changed your desire and outlook. If you'd have given me a million dollars when I decided I really wanted to be one, I would have blown it on stupid stuff like Range Rovers and Escalades and, you know, a bunch of enough, enough jewelry around my neck that Mr. T would be jealous. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like it's, I would have done it. But as you go throughout the journey, if you gave me a million dollars right now, probably next year this time I'd still have it. So or more than that. Absolutely. A lot more. So you, you, you kind of mature and stretch and grow if you go after the big goals. They're harder but they require a lot more of you. And and if you can stretch and turn and bend, you're going to find that you're going to be a different person by the time that you get to them. A lot more mature and able to handle it. You know, the worst winners in the world are lottery winners because they haven't conformed into a true winner with money. And they yeah. go out and they blow it. Yeah, they have no financial literacy. Absolutely. We, we, we talked about that in an episode, yeah. uh, a rich versus poor mindset. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I totally agree with that. And like what you're saying is, it, it was just I was just thinking about how, really you have to be humble, to to realize that yeah. humility is is a key aspect in this because you have to be humble enough to say, yo, if I got the, a million bucks right now, I totally blow it. Like yeah. you, I'm sure you heard the story of Shaq, right? Absolutely. Where he you know blew us at ten million dollars in like one day, and his yeah. financial advisor was like, yo, you're gonna end up broke <laughs> with nothing yep. if you keep spending like this. And he's like, whoa, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And so he's one of the most wealthy NBA players of all mm-hmm. time because he's got so many businesses. I mean, I think mm-hmm. he's got like 20 McDonald's and all. You know, he's got like got, 400 restaurants. You got yeah. a, like 120 Outback Steakhouses. Yeah, and, he's. I think he's even bought the, the the rights to people's names. I think he owns like the Elvis brand, and I think he owns like certain people's like names, like the rights to their branding. Well, when you're rubbing shoulders with people like Donald Trump, like he is, he bought Trump a Rolls Royce. That's something people don't know as well. If you if you Google that, you'll find that. So. When you start to see that, you you get an opportunity to learn from other people. That's the spring that I like. I want to meet somebody that's been there, that's done that, that doesn't just talk money, but they talk about the human factor, which is way more important than the money could ever be. So I think that you know when when you find guys like that, those mistakes, that's a big mistake. <laughs> but if you're an NBA player, especially one today, uh, you can recover from those mistakes as as Shaq did. Um, but you know, I, I'll tell anybody now though that you know. The, the greatest reward in life is to discover yourself. And, and I'll tell you this right here, Jared. A lot of guys live their whole lives and never, ever self-assess. You have to self-assess. When you get in the car and go to work, man, turn off the radio. Talk to yourself. Talk out loud. Ask yourself what you want to accomplish in this life. Is this it? You know, I think you mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast. You know, is is this everything that I want to do in life? And, and, or can I push a different boundary? i tell you what, can I... Can I go through some things where I can, you know, motivate someone? You know, can I encourage someone else to do something like, like your podcast does? So, you know, if there's so many things that we can do to make an impact before we get off the earth and your personal goals should allow you to do that. Like today, I, I motivate people everywhere I go. And there's people that are in tough situations. My mother got cancer and died with cancer. And just learning from that, I've learned how to care for people because of the 
consistent pain they go through at home and then all the medications to keep them out of pain and fight these things are scary moments and now you're forced to look at the end of your life so when you've gone through something and when you've stretched and you go and encourage somebody that might be the thing that really push helps them not to jump off the ledge that might be the thing that really helps them to get through the day and it's come from comes from your own experience, but that starts with self exploration. It starts with a self assessment where you talk to yourself and get to learn yourself. And I'll tell you another thing, just to add to that, once you learn yourself, once you realize the ins and outs of you, you you pick different friends, you pick different jobs, you're able to fit in situations better. You learn your strengths a lot better, and then you use them, and then all of a sudden you're a walking powerhouse wherever you go and whatever you do. So that's that's something that's super super uh, important to me. Self-assess. So I I like how you said you know so some people some people start the race at different spots. Yeah. And uh, it it's it's one hundred percent true. You know maybe somebody got dealt a bad hand. Maybe they were born into a, a you know poverty or a a, mm-hmm. a family where uh, you know parents weren't there or there was divorce or just hardship or whatever else it might be. How do you live? I know you mentioned a little bit from from your mm-hmm. upbringing. How do you live in uh, that type of situation, or start maybe a couple steps behind everybody in the race and not feel like a victim? Well, I, I've just never had a victim's mentality, so I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> uh, so, you know, but the, you've the, known the, people. You've known people who have. They I really have maybe come out of absolutely. That, right? I have. So, so here's the deal. Everybody starts from a different place, as you stated. Their goals, if they accomplish things in life, uh, may be completely different from you and I. You know, uh, you, you guys have homes, you got great families, and, and and these things, and these are big stretches for some people. And, and and it's unfortunate that a lot of people will never see that. They'll they'll never have the American dream where you've college educated, great job, you've got the mortgage, you've got the family, uh, the wife bosses you around. <laughs> uh, you you you. They'll never get to that where you have vacations and you're worried about take, putting those kids through college. And the stress of it is the dream. It's what it's about. You're, 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 you're setting the path for someone else. You're accomplishing things. The norm is there. So different people start at different places. And I'm going to tell you this, man, and this is just my percentage. I believe that 90-plus percent of them won't accomplish great things. That's just, that's just the bottom line. But I do believe that, again, the ability for a human being no matter who you are, to accomplish great and awesome things is in your DNA if you're alive on the earth. If you are here, it is in your DNA. In our lifetime, we've seen people in wheelchairs go out and create companies. We've seen uh, people come from very, very bad neighborhoods and upbringings go out and make it in the industry, whether it be executive jobs or whether it be music and entertainment or sports. In our lifetime, we've seen common people like you and I go out and accomplish great, great things. Sometimes it just comes to you and you get it done. But there is nothing more exciting to me than an individual who sets goals, whether they're small, whether they're large, because in that victory, and I hope that whoever's listening to this gets that victory, you make sure you get that victory, but you'll find something in the goal it's you that stretched that got you there. It's you. You have to realize that. And when you get to the goal, as you, as you alluded to before, now the door is open. There's a door that's open in this little box of mortgage and, you know, 
pay the house off and die one day, there's a door that's open that, wait a minute, I can go explore these stairs that go up to the next level and I can live my life at the next level, whatever that is for the individual. So, so some people say the first million is the hardest million. Um, and, uh, I, I, I like what you're saying, you know, it's, it's mindset, right? It's, it's that mindset and it's getting in the right space. And and what I was going to say is following up kind of the race analogy, right? Everybody starts at a different place, right? But everybody's not going to the same finish. They're not, they're not. And so, yeah, I mean, maybe you might start a couple steps behind someone else, but it doesn't mean you have to run in the same direction as that person and, and run to the same goal. Um, which kind of throws a whole wrench in it. You, you're on your own path. You're yep. on your own journey that that the first step is what you said, conquering mm-hmm. yourself. Yep, no doubt. And that goes back to earth time. What am I going to do in my earth time? Because people in the 1600s, they're not here. 1700s, they're gone. 1800s, they're gone. <laughs> a lot of people from the 1900s are gone. It, and you're in the ground just like that. And, and it makes you realize that the, that very first car you had it's gone somewhere and it's just it, it was your time you did it you you had you owned that car your first car and it's gone or or, or or that house you grew up in maybe it's gone you know you got you got a major city like ours where that you know charlotte was things are turning and turning and burning all the time maybe the house you grew up in is gone i don't know but your earth time runs out there's nothing you can do to stop it whether you spend your time in prison all of it or whether you spend your time standing around when you're 30 years old at a store or whether you spend your time going to a big, expensive university, your earth time never runs out, no matter what. So you have to make good decisions in it and keep your eye on that running out, which nobody ever does because it's not comfortable. <laughs> yeah. And I think maybe I have a question I have a question for you. Sure. And I think I know the answer, but maybe I'll tell you my answer first, or, or at least part of my answer. You, know, you talk about your earth time's running out. What's the impact that you want to make on this world? And I think that... Each of us, when you have that kind of talk, you you, you think, well, wait, this goes beyond money. This goes absolutely well, keep affecting the community. Like, what do we want to do? Like, personally, uh, I want to raise uh, good boys. I want to raise good kids. I want to be a good dad. Awesome. I want them to be good contributing members of society. Yeah. Uh, honorable men that are gonna you know uh, help keep the freedoms of of that we enjoy in this country. I want uh, to help other people like through this podcast. I want to. Help um, other people at all times, right? That's the scout mantra. We, Ethan and I are both yeah. Eagle Scouts. And so, uh, you know, we want to help motivate people and, and entertain people and, and keep them on the on the good path uh, as well. And then just be a service around us. So, you know, you talk about uh, your, your time on this earth is limited. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to hear a little bit more about what your legacy, what, what kind of legacy do you want to leave on this earth? I'll tell you what, man, my leg, you know, we, we talked about me, my, my, my big goal was to be a millionaire. And when I stretched and, 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 and met that goal, I learned that the money didn't mean anything. It was about me. I discovered a wonderful person that I respect, which is myself. And a lot of people don't have an opportunity to do that. So the legacy that I learned from that situation, because it took me a few years to do that, what I learned from that is that no matter who you are, the most important thing are the things that you alluded to is love and care and support. So my legacy is let love be the forerunner in everything that you do. You got to care. You have to care about people. And I'll tell you this right here, just to make it clear and set and set the bar. The manliest thing that we can do as American men is to care and love for people who don't look like us, dress like us, act like us. 
we have to let that be because that takes effort sometimes. I have a reason why I don't want to feed those people, but I'm never going to judge them. I'm going to feed them anyway because that's my legacy. So we have reasons why we can resist the world and resist things, but it takes it takes no effort to be psychotic and crazy and an idiot. It takes no effort at all. It takes effort to be a dad. It takes effort to pay a mortgage. It takes effort to live the American dream. So I want to make sure that my time on the earth is not just money oriented, but I want to love people. I want to care about people. I want to hear them. I've got a big mouth. You guys can tell I talk all day long, but I spend a lot of my time listening to people and understanding pain and where they're at and encouraging people. So with the day I get out of here and take my last breath, I just want a bunch of people say, man, I was a good guy because I care truly from the bottom of my heart. It is so easy, so easy to judge people. It is. It is so easy. And in fact, sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's fun. It's exciting. And just like judging someone because it, because it makes me feel better about who I am, you know, right. my failures, right? right? Oh, well, at least I'm not as bad as that guy or right. whatever else. And it's, it's so easy, but I, I completely agree with you. It's, it's hard to, to, uh, to, to take that higher road and to say, you know, I'm going to be better. Yeah. I'm going to be better. And instead of judging that person, um, to, uh, you know, get to know them a little bit better mm-hmm. and, and maybe understand what they're going through. Yep. I, I heard an analogy today and it's just a quick little story. So there was a, uh, uh, there was an older, an older guy who had just gotten a, a new hunting dog and he was, you know, spent lots of money on this dog yeah. and, and, and months and months and months training this dog. And he was so excited to show, to go hunting with his son-in-law and show him this nice bird dog that he got. And so yeah. they they went out hunting, you know, they got in the father-in-law's truck and the dog hopped in the back and they went out to where they were going to uh, go duck hunting and, and parked on the side of the road, climbed through this barbed wire fence and then, uh, you know, walked out to the to the pond that they were on. And the first duck comes in and, and the father-in-law shoots it and, you know, tells the dog, go get the duck. And the dog just doesn't move, hmm. doesn't do anything, doesn't respond. And then he's like, Go go he's like man i've been training this dog you're embarrassing me right so he pushes the dog out and the dog goes and gets the duck and comes back and then the the son-in-law is like okay well it's not as trained as he thought he was and and he's like this is this (laughs) dumb dog this dog's an idiot right and so uh the the the, another duck comes by and the son-in-law shoots it and the father-in-law's like like, okay dog go get the duck and the dog's just sitting there just kind of dumbfounded right and he's like what's going on and uh so he kind of pushes the dog out and it swims out in the water a little bit and kind of swims around a circle and comes back and doesn't get the duck. And the, the, the son-in-law's like, what, what's up with this dog? This is like terrible. This dog's an idiot. And then the father-in-law's like all frustrated and yelling at the dog and, and judging the dog and stuff. And so they go back and they, they're like, well, let's just go. They go back and they get in the truck. And, and then he goes to lift the dog up into the back of the truck. And when he lifts the dog into the back of the truck, he looks at his hand. He's got blood all over his hand. Oh man! And he's like, Oh, what, what happened? And he looks at the dog and the dog on its chest has like a, a massive gash on its chest. Oh my God, the fence. And <laughs> he realized that when they went through the fence before they went over there, the dog got hurt Yeah. and the dog was injured. And that's why this dumb dog wasn't doing yeah. what it was supposed to be doing right. because it was injured. Right. And he was like, after I saw that, after I heard that, um, it was kind of like, a lot of times people are like that too. Yeah. And people don't do things or they act certain ways because, yep. because they've been injured, whether Absolutely. that's a, a history or their parents or yeah. a lifestyle or, or what they were 
born into or whatever else, mm-hmm. you know, not that it's a victim mentality from their end, but from our end, we have to learn to, to love people and be yeah. concerned about them and yeah. concerned about the progression and not just, ah, oh, that person's an idiot. That person doesn't know that person's a dumb dog, you know? Yeah. I think also you should take people from where they're at in life uh, because a lot of cultural things, a lot of upbringings and things of that nature, if a person is not going to take steps forward in life, uh, the, the care and concern, you may end up caring more than them. Uh, so you you want to you want to take them from where they are, but the only way to know where they are is is care to investigate. Yeah, for sure. like you said, you if you just sit on the outside of the building and judge people, then you didn't accomplish anything at all. If you just love who loves you, uh, you haven't done anything at all, man. So you, <laughs> yeah. you, you kind of have to stir the pot a little bit, kind of figure out in the world that's around you because. You know, I'm a, I'm a Bible man, you know, and, and, and it's written that this is what it's going to be. And that's certainly what it is. Everything is here. Every type of situation, every type of person is here. And if you can't thrive and survive than this, then it's actually pretty sad. It's like, man, people are going to dress like me, be different from me. And, you know, I just want to push the barriers of what I can accomplish in life and love somebody and keep it moving, man. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. We talked about so many great things. You talk about you know, moving up different levels in your life. You talked about stretching yourself. Yep. Uh, you know, you mentioned that you reached your million dollar goal a- after working at it for a few years. And then you're like, okay, well now let's go to that next level. Let's, mm-hmm. uh, let's keep pushing. Uh, I know that you mentioned to me earlier, you've got three jobs right now. You're working, yep. doing different <laughs> stuff. Can you talk a little bit about what you're doing now? Uh, so here's the deal, man. So, you know, I've got a, I've owned a business with my buddy and we've, we've had it for, I think since 2013 and it's done really well. Um, we've got employees, uh, we, we accomplish a lot with it, but with coronavirus, you know, I was sitting at home and my time is pretty free for my, my part in it and what I do. And I've always been obsessed with passive income and things of that nature, but it's funny, man. I'll tell people if you, if you want financial goals and if you want freedom, you know, what I learned is that there's so many remote jobs that you can do from home. And and so I, I started exploring that, you know, last year. And I was like, well, man, you know, these people are paying a lot of money. I, I could do this job. And you go in there, you interview with them on a Zoom interview or a Google Meet uh, interview. And all of a sudden they offer you the job. And it's like, well, it doesn't really take that much time of my day. You know, I'm off at five o'clock every day. I'm just putting a couple hours in a day and I'm off on the weekends. Let's double it up and find another one. And it's like... It's just been so fun to find them. So I actually work three jobs. Plus, I'm still a business owner. Plus, me and my wife, we have investments and things of that nature. So um, it's been awesome to do it because I've actually created uh, what I call a, a, a little timer where I, every 15 minutes or so, I'll look at these things. But they're mostly planned out each day where I don't have to because I don't have to sell anything. I don't have to. You know, I look for specific. You know, you're on in like a lot of meetings and stuff like that. Where you I, I do, to. I do do meetings, and but I've built enough reputation where I can move meetings around if I need to. Um, but it's just you know, peop, I, I'm so successful because of my the legacy I want to leave. I, I put love first, so therefore it's like all three jobs they just love me. <laughs> so they just it's like so I could kind of finagle a little bit if I need to, and it's like these paychecks just keep coming in. It's like really is it time already? It's like. It's crazy. So, oh, poor you. Yeah, poor me, man. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like, it, you know, all this money just flowing into yeah, my life. But it's, it's easy. So, so here it is. This is what I've done. You know, I, you, I tell anybody, go to Indeed.com, put in remote. Don't put in your city. Go nationwide. Start to scan things that you can do that are high paying that you can do at home. 
you're probably going to be like me. They're going to send you a computer after they hire you, train you for a week. You do it for a month or two. Once you feel like you're comfortable, add something else to it. And I used to actually teach a class on how to make 100000 bucks, you know, without a college degree. I used to teach that class to people. And certainly you can do that because it's just simple, as simple as that. So a lot of people did that class. I actually had people who were registered nurses make over 100000 a year and still off on the weekends and off at 5 o'clock every day because you double up. How do you work deal with that? Like, with like a, do you ever run into a company that has a non compete where you're not supposed to have outside? You're supposed to approve outside business activities. How do you, how do you work with that? I haven't run into that. Usually, the non compete is to ensure that you don't duplicate what they're doing, their business. You don't want to, you know, it, it, that's one of the greatest ways to be rich is to go out and duplicate. And that's what people never think about. You, if you go to Craigslist and look at small business ads, you're looking at people who are putting it on Craigslist. So it's something that you can scale and duplicate what they do in no time. So when you start getting an NDA, when you start getting a non-compete, people, you know, a non-disclosure agreement, people, they're protecting their business. They're not really, as long as you're able to do the, perform the job, uh, they really don't care the other things that you're doing. Uh, but as long as you're not, long, if you work for a cleaning service, they just tell you don't start a cleaning service and compete with me with the same customers, the buildings that I've already shown you. So yeah, so like for like for work, for example, I almost the last several jobs I've worked for banks and stuff and investment firms and sure they are so tight with any any stocks that I buy, any yeah. investments, any other companies, any other jobs I have. Like yeah. I have. I have a kind of a little consulting job on the side. I have to disclose that. I have to tell them what I'm doing and yeah. when I'm doing it. So it's pretty thorough. That, that's a different industry. Yeah. Uh, when you start looking at financial information for banks, um, it, it, it is something that really requires an NDA because it's just the information that you have access to is, is, is so private and so important. And I, I would say, you know, probably the other fields would probably be medical. Uh, sometimes insurance can fall into that as well when you look at medical insurance or even life insurance. So those things are extremely important. But if you go to Indeed.com, I tell anybody, if you go tonight and put in remote, don't put in your city, go nationwide and put in the last 24 hours, you'll find there's, you know, like 100,000 jobs that are available. What types of industries do you think you could you get into where you could maybe double up like that? Well, for me, I, I'm, I'm versatile, man, so I'm, I'm something different. So I was an accountant for seven years at the airport. Uh, I worked at Airbnb. I was a regional manager over nine states. I've I've done it all, so I can fit in anywhere. So the only thing that I'm doing right now is that I wanted to get my you know, cash flow back up so that I can go into 2022 uh, making some other investments and things of that nature. But I'll tell anybody, it's so many jobs available. Just put in, you know, 30 minutes a day and scan, but put in 24 hours. You don't want to apply for a job that's been on there for 30 days. Put in the last 24 yeah. hours for nationwide remote jobs, and then you're going to see a bunch of different opportunities. And then uh, you'll, you'll, you'll have an opportunity to discover what's out there, and then you'll see that you're able to do it. Now, if you start taking sales jobs and you're making 100 dials a day and they're giving you a $60,000 a year salary, then your time is taken. It's not worth it. But if they give you a $50,000 a year salary for something that you just, they, maybe they send you some files to look over or whatever it might be, well, you're, you're free. I can go to the store and go Christmas shopping and add another job. I can do all kinds of stuff. Next thing you know, you're at 100000 a year because you've duplicated that. So you have to add jobs in that fit into it. Then you've got some really good income in. And your the weekend comes, you got nothing to do, and everybody else is making less money to you with their big-time degree. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're working on the weekends, and you're chilling on the weekends. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I like yeah. that. Hustle. I got a bunch of ideas. Trust me, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we'll have to talk about those more later. But yep. <laughs> uh, I love that mindset uh, of just you know doing what it takes and like when? maybe maybe long term you don't want to work three jobs. Not at all. But you're hustling right now to mm-hmm. get that cash flow income because you're like, hey, maybe I want to I want to get hundred thousand dollars in the bank yep. saved because yep. I want to put it right here at this spot. And I'm sure you have Absolutely. that spot. At the top of in, I do right in front of your mind every <laughs> single morning when you wake up, you're like, "This is why I'm doing this." Absolutely, uh, and uh, love that. Yeah, that's, man, big time, great. big time. And uh, I think that you know, it, it's thinking outside of the box. That's one of the things that I learned. You have to go outside of the box. If not, if you go where everybody is in the crowd, you've already seen it. And it's like, but if you think outside of the box, you will stumble upon something that's awesome and great and you'll start it and you'll be, you know, in the, in the few that's doing it and you'll have success with it. So anybody who wants to do 2022 goals, um, push, stretch yourself, push yourself. Yeah. I know you've probably already planned out what you're going to do in 2022. Really truly push yourself, discover you, not the goal. The goal is awesome. You're going to get there and I encourage you to get there, but truly, truly push the parameters of what you've always thought you could do. And you'll end up discovering that you are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, or whatever it might be, because the greatness is in your DNA. And if you're not uncomfortable, you're probably not pushing hard enough. Not pushing hard enough. The road of discomfort is the road of success for sure. Take cold showers. <laughs> take cold showers. You take yes. cold showers? Have you heard about that? <laughs> I've heard about this, man. A lot of people, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I was actually just talking to my wife about this the other day in, in talking about um, kind of like... Uh, exposure therapy yeah and a lot of times people use your you you do things that make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. let's say you know i have a fear of being on stage right i might mm-hmm. go to a karaoke bar and get up there and yep. sing karaoke i might be terrible and i might you know be super embarrassed or whatever else but it's just like this exposure therapy where you put yourself yep. into situations that make you super uncomfortable physically you know i'm gonna take a cold shower because yep. it's not fun yep but then when you get done you're like i did that like it, that was hard, uncomfortable, but I'm tough and I can do it. And it's like that mentality. It's kind of almost like you said, the guy went to the gym and show a little bit of gains and some muscle. And it's just like, man, you know, I can do this. Like it's, it's almost like motivating that, that exposure therapy of, of just pushing yourself and then realizing that, huh, I can, you can. I can, yep. and which is really cool. And when you have that mentality, you come in the door already more comfortable to get it done. I'm going to fail. I'm going to jump out here and I'm going to fail. Going to go find a million bucks is not easy. And when you read 32 books and you do a bunch of research and there's nothing there, it's not easy. But you find it as you go. Like I said, for anybody that's out there, 20% of what you can plan and write down is right there. 80% of it's to be discovered. And there's some great stuff in the world you're going to discover, mostly about yourself that'll get you to accomplish anything. So I like that. And I think a lot of it is transferable. They're transferable skills. You know, you say, oh, my goal is to, you know, A to Z mm-hmm. and then, you know, B, C, D, E, F, G. You know, you, you run into these things through building this experience. And then you might run into something that's that has nothing to do with your goal. Absolutely. But it applies to this other aspect of your life that yes. you're like, oh, I didn't even know that that this, what I was doing here was going to make me stronger in yeah. something else. Absolutely. You know, I, I love people more than I did before because once I defeated myself, I, it, it, as, I told you guys in the beginning of this podcast, it's like you have to keep your eye on the end time for your life. That's extremely important. It's uncomfortable. It's unpopular. But if you can just do that, you'll, you'll, you'll begin to appreciate every day and your approach will be different. And if you, if you keep doing that, 
you'll find that you have superpowers. But more importantly, what I've discovered throughout all of my goals, especially my big one, I love people more because of the experiences, as you alluded to, on my way getting to my Z. I started at A. By the time I was halfway through the alphabet, I was a different person. And the goal to get there was nowhere near as important because you got a bank full of money. You've got a lot of experiences. You've got new friends. I'm still going to go, but I've become a different person. If you can stretch, you've done something awesome in life. If you don't ever push yourself, man, that's a great failure to me. If you don't ever push yourself. So I, I would encourage listeners to this. Hey, guys, push yourself. Even if you came on this podcast without having a goal. Set the goals. You can do it. It's in your DNA. There's zero that's special about me. But the last thing you don't want to do, I think you should love unconditionally. I think you should be loved unconditionally. But I think you should push yourself to accomplish things in your life. Push the perimeters. Stretch because you'll be shocked at your amazing abilities. That's to every single human being who's alive on the earth. So if you hear that on this incredible podcast, it's you that, that, that these guys are speaking to. It's you that I'm speaking to. You have incredible ability within you. You just have to push and you'll find it. And it is a wonderful thing to discover for sure. Amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I totally agree. I'm just thinking about the, you know, the last question we always ask folks on our podcast I feel like you've already answered it several times over, but uh, you know we, we always talk to people about their their personal creed, uh, some of their personal beliefs, or, or what sure. gets them going. You've already talked about that this whole episode, but is there anything else you'd add just at the end here that would yes. be about your personal creed or mantra? Yes, I, I'll speak to the listeners again. Every single person, you can be a champion at whatever it is you want to accomplish. You can get there. There's going to be failures. There's going to be tough times, but there is no champion ever without scars. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as a champion without scars. So go get knocked down, but get your hiney back up. Go get pushed, but keep moving forward. Go see failure, but go get those goals and stretch and, and, and push the perimeters of your life because greatness is out there. And you know what the greatness is? It's you yourself. Discover that before your earth time is over. Go discover yourself and the awesome things that you guys can do. That's great. I, I like that. Champions. There's no champion without scars. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, I think all of us can maybe think of, oh, I have a couple scars here and there. And, and yeah. those scars, though they might have them, and it maybe it, it was a, it, a, an injury that hurt, but they were able to overcome. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, w what scars do we have that we need to uh, allow to heal? Because I think sometimes yeah. we are the ones that keep picking at those wounds and, yep. and let them fester and yeah. we won't let them go away. Our yeah. body wants to heal. Our life wants to heal. Yeah. Those around us want us to heal. And I think sometimes we're our own worst enemy when we can be our best accomplice. We yep. can be our best, you know, our best friend. We can be our best uh, asset that we have. No doubt. So, well, Rob, this has been a great episode. Um, I don't. I, I want to. You know, can our listeners find you anywhere? Are you? I don't. You're not, you're not on Instagram. Do you have no. like a, a YouTube motivational channel that you run or something? You know, I'm thinking about that, man. I, I've been told that several times, and this is the first year that I've actually looked at possibly doing it. I know it's just flooded with so many things right now, but I think that there's nothing like true heartfelt motivation and I'm, I'm just a walking motivator man that's what i do so 
But uh, I'm definitely thinking about that at some point. But whether I get that up or not, maybe I'll be lucky enough to come back and sit down with you guys. Yeah, say oh, you are yeah. welcome here anytime. <laughs> You're welcome to come back and we can uh, help launch your, your new uh, channel or something. <laughs> no, you guys are awesome, man. I'm just super, super honored to sit in with you all today and and uh, you're so entertaining, you're so informative, uh, and you're very motivating yourselves, guys. So uh, definitely a big pleasure for me to be here with you guys today. All right, Rob, well, we appreciate it. Thank and everybody you. out there listening, hopefully that you guys feel motivated as well going into this new year, 2022. Let's, let's do it. Let's build that creed together. Let's do it. Thanks, Rob. <laughs>